Everybody has a podcast. Podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Everybody has a podcast. Podcast, vintage video game review. Hope everybody's doing good tonight. Just taking it easy. Going to go ahead and get into this. This is an old school one. Of course, all of them are old school. So, going to go ahead and get into it. 1989, released in Japan as Strider Hyru. Strider is a hack-and-slash platform game released in arcades in 1989 by Capcom. Strider is set in a dystopian future with a wide... Let me repeat that. With a wide range of settings that affect gameplay. The game resulted from cooperation between Capcom and manga publisher Moto Kikayu. Uh, I don't know if I got that right. It marked the video game debut of Strider Hyru after the character was introduced in the 1988 manga Strider Hyru. The game debuted on Capcom's CP system arcade board, ports for the Amiga Amstrad CPC, Atari ST, Commodore 64, IBM PC compatibles, and ZX Spectrum were developed by Tiertex and published by U.S. Gold in 1989. The NES version has a different plot than the original. Sega released Strider for its own Genesis console in 1990. Of all home versions, this version is considered the most successful, winning the 1990 Video Game of the Year 
and best graphics in a video game awards from EGM, which is Electronic Gaming Monthly. Um, also included in the book 1001 Video Games You Must Play Before You Die. Strider's gameplay is cited as a major influence on the video game franchises Ninja Gaiden, Devil May Cry, and God of War. It became one of Capcom's early hits, praised for its innovative gameplay, diverse and unique music, plus multilingual voice samples. Strider is occasionally considered to be one of the greatest video... Oh, shit, I fucked that up. Let's start over. Strider is occasionally considered to be one of the greatest video games of all time. Hmm. That could be uh, hotly debated, but we will go ahead and go on. So the gameplay of this game. Now, this is just the overview, of course. I'm going to get into my personal review here in a bit. The controls of uh, Strider consist of an eight-way. This is, of course, the gameplay, so we'll get into a little bit of that. The controls of Strider consist of an eight-way joystick and two action buttons for attacking and jumping. The player controls the Strider Hyru, a ninja whose main weapon is a plasma-like sword known as a cipher. He can perform numerous acrobatic feats depending upon the joystick combo used. Um, so... Hyru can also slide under or through certain obstacles and enemies by first crouching down and then pressing the jump button, as well as sliding move. Both jumps can be used to destroy weaker opponents. Hyru is able to latch onto certain platforms and climb across walls and ceilings using a metallic hook. While running down a slope surface, he can also gain enough momentum to allow him to do a longer cartwheel jump than usual. So, pretty cool features here. There's a lot of power-ups that can be attained from boxes carried by certain enemies. Uh, these include an extension to Hyrule's attack range that lasts for up to 100 slashes. Two types of health aids. Um, let's see. Hyrule. Hyrule. I think I'm saying that right. Can also summon robotic companions known collectively as options that help him fight enemies. Now, these consist of up to two mushroom-like droids and a saber-toothed robo-tiger and a robot hawk, known individually as options A, B, and C, respectively. Alrighty then. This game has five stages. Kazakhstan, Soviet Socialist Republic, called St. Petersburg during the arcade games Attract Sequence. The Siberian Wilderness, Aerial Battleship Balrag, Balrog, Balrog, the Amazonian jungle, and the Grandmaster's lair itself, the third moon. Each of the stages is divided into a number of smaller sections, each with their own time limit and checkpoint station or location. The player has three-point health gauge, a three-point health gauge. Now, this can be increased to five points, uh, so that's cool. Haru will lose a life when either his health gauge is depleted by him moving off of the screen or when the game's timer reaches zero. It is game over when all of his lives are lost, but the player can be given 
the opportunity to continue. Of course. So that's basically the gameplay. Um, the plot of this game, it's set in, a, in the future. 2048, there is a mysterious dictator. He is called the Grandmaster. He rules over the world. And Hyru, the youngest ever super A-ranked member of an organization of high-tech ninja agents known as the Striders, is alone tasked with the Grandmaster's assassination. Hyru uh, begins his mission by infiltrating the Grandmaster's capital at the Kazakh Soviet Socialist Republic, a federation referred to as Eastern European which became the imperial capital of the Russian Empire by the year 2048. Uh, now, this game features multilingual voice clips during cutscenes. Presented in English, Japanese, Mandarin, Spanish, Russian, and Swahili. <laughs> All right. All righty then. So, um, now, this game was on several systems as we kind of went over, right? Uh, I already went over all of them, but the original one had started in the arcade. I remember playing it in the arcade, actually. Um, so it was a collaboration between Capcom and Hiroshi Motomiya's Manga Studio, which I mentioned that uh, a little bit previously. Um, Koichi Yutsui. Director of the Coinop Strider was chosen for his experience with the CP system hardware while working as a background designer on Ghouls and Ghosts. I know for all you vintage nerdos out there, that game. I remember that game in the 7-Eleven Circle K, I believe, back in the day. And uh, I sucked at that game, and it was uh, incredibly hard, Ghouls and Ghosts. That could be a future re-review i would need to play it again but definitely fun times anyway i'm getting sidetracked the three projects were developed independently of each other as well as the nes version of strider uh well wait a minute i've read that fucked up the three projects were developed independently of each other Brr, that's it Alrighty. the original arcade game soundtrack was composed entirely by female video game music composer Junko Tamiya who was not credited for her work. That's kind of shitty. In the arcade version, but was mentioned as part of the original arcade staff in some console adaptations. Early revisions of the arcade game were missing the unique music for Aerial Battleship or for the Aero Battleship and Third Moon stages. In this version, the music from the first stage of the game was repeated here instead. So Strider has many different styles of, of themes that change through each stage or these stages. Um, they range from like a futuristic sci-fi action to Baroque and tribal music pieces. Um, kind of a cool soundtrack though, actually, for a video game. Uh, so... Elements of the soundtrack have also been used in other Capcom games where Hyru has appeared. These include Marvel vs. Capcom, that series, as well as other Strider-related games. 
So uh, we talked about the systems that this was on already. I actually owned it for Sega Genesis. So, and it was uh, pretty damn fun. First, I played it in the arcade, but Sega Genesis was uh, the first, you know, that's where I owned it, right? So, you know, fun times, a lot of fun playing of games. Well, this game, I'm not going to give you my rating yet because we're still going over kind of the overview here. So I'm not going to go over ports again real quick. Well, let's, uh, did I cover them all? Let's, we'll go over it real quick. Arcade, Amiga, Amstrad, CPC, Atari ST, Commodore 64, MS-DOS, PlayStation, Genesis slash Mega Drive, Mega Drive Japan version, J Japanese version, little Japanese version, Master System, I was the old Sega X68, thousand i don't even know what that is pc engine cd and zx spectrum so there's a couple of those that uh i didn't even know but very cool so in the uk it was a best-selling arcade game for three months during early 1989 between february and april in japan game machine listed strider on their april 1 1989 issue as being the most successful table arcade unit of the month, outperforming Ninja Gaiden, which was a fucking cool game. Have to maybe review that at some point. Strider opened to critical acclaim, um, mostly for its gameplay. The graphics were really good for the time as well. I remember that's one of the big, big things about that game. The music and uh, voice samples. Um, the original arcade game had a lot of positive reviews when it was released. Um, so it was basically the future at that time. Uh, brilliant, a real epic. Some imagine out of stuff. Some quotes from publications at that time. The Genesis version was praised for its accurate and detailed faithfulness to the original. Upon release, GamePro, the magazine, called the Genesis port a faithful translation of the arcade hit and praised its gorgeous graphics, non-stop arcade-style action, and captivating and unusual soundtrack. EGM awarded the Genesis port Best Video Game of the Year in 1990, and winner of their choice... Wait a minute. And winner of their Best Graphics category in 1990... Your Sinclair included the game in its top of the slots 89 list. I guess that's a publication. I've never heard of that. Um, so, I mean, you know, multiple publications. It's a cool-ass game, basically. Right? I liked it. All right. We've went through all basic shit about this game. Originally in the arcade, then it was ported to systems. Got some good uh, accolades, if you will. Awards. Things of that nature. I'm going to go ahead and just give you my review, man. This might be kind of a quick one tonight. And that's all good. But I'm still giving you a little something-something. All right. 
Um, no, I, like I told you guys, I owned it for the Genesis. Um, there were some sequels, actually. Or a sequel, at least. I know the Strider 2, right? Released in uh, North America as Journey from Darkness, Strider Returns. Never played that, so... I think it was on the uh, release for the Genesis Game Gear and Master System home consoles. Uh, no European produced sequel in Japan. So, um, there was a reboot that was being developed in 09, then being canceled. Uh, and, um, let's see, there was a remake. It was released on the PlayStation Network for the PlayStation 3 and 4 Xbox Live Arcade for the 360 Xbox and Xbox One and Steam in 2014. So kind of cool if you have Steam, which I do have that. Maybe I'll uh, see what's going on. As other appearances, um, Strider Hyru, that character, was in some fighting games. Marvel versus Capcom Clash of Superheroes. I don't remember the crossover care. I don't remember him being in those games, but kind of cool. Marvel versus Capcom 2. SNK versus Capcom. Namco. Capcom Project X Zone 2. A lot of nerd shit going on. He had a a small cameo appearance in Ken Stage in Street Fighter Alpha, Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Street Fighter Alpha 2. Hiryu was one of the characters intended to appear in the unreleased 3D fighting game, Capcom Fighting All-Stars. So his latest guest appearance was in 2011 in the fighting game Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Which marked his official 3D debut. And he is that that's the first game where he's voiced in English. He returned in the sequel, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Did not play that either. A lot of games I did not play. So what other things here that are interesting? I know this game has had some influence on stuff. We kind of went over Ninja Gaiden and Devil May Cry, God of War, like kind of uh, in the game realm. Um, I'm not really seeing much else. I'm going to go ahead and get into my review right quick, and then we'll shut her down for the night and make this an early one. Um, fun game. Didn't uh, I didn't really get too too much into it. As far I can't, it might have been so long. This was this is not really a re-review. I'm just kind of going over what uh, you know, what I can remember as far as it goes right now. Cool game though. I played it a lot on the Genesis. For its time, it was definitely ahead of its time as far as 2D scrollers go, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So. You know what? I'll give it a three out of four. Not a four out of four because it wasn't that fun. But it was it was all right as far as like gameplay and everything went. The graphics are very cool. And there was hours of gameplay. I felt, you know, you at least got your money on that one. So 
That was a good, fun game. Not bad as far as uh, on the whole. So, like I said, three out of four, guys. We're going to – this is going to be kind of an early one tonight. I know it was anyway. They're only clocking in at half an hour or so. The the Monday show is an hour. This show, 30 minutes. Try to keep it short. Keep it light. Do some, like I said, vintage video gaming reviews. We'll have another one next week. I'm not sure what it's going to be. Maybe I'll do some kind of Super Nintendo game. Let's keep it at that Super Nintendo for next week. Gotta find a Super Nintendo cartridge and see. We'll do some. We'll do some actual. We'll do an actual re-review this time and go ahead and uh, actually play it a game that I previously played and then of course played or play or I am going to play and give you my my re-review if you will so that will be good of course Back on Monday with the regular show, guys. Nine o'clock. Everybody has a podcast podcast. You guys check it out. Get in on the regular show. Reese should be back with us. And we'll go ahead and wind her on down. I hope everybody has a good weekend. And, uh... Definitely don't get too crazy, or maybe do get too crazy. I don't know. It's the weekend, you know? Do some shit. Go out. Have fun. Maybe just kick it. Maybe just stay in the house and lay around on the couch. Do some dabs. Do whatever you feel, guys. I'm going to go ahead and wind it on down tonight. Words of wisdom. Trying to think of a few. Hmm. Smoke them if you got them, folks. I love you. I'm out.